Virgil's root beer, Lupe Fiasco's The Cool, scrambled eggs, French toast, and some bacon slices. And just like that, I'd like to welcome you to Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast. I am your host, Old Head Ed, with the style that's never dead. In this podcast, we discuss three things, beer, food, and music. You're bound to like two out of the three at least, I guarantee. Put that on everything. Maybe one of three. Maybe you don't like any of them, but you had nothing else to do but listen to this podcast. Either way, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to introduce my guest, um, you might know him, you might not know him. Um, he's, he's been around for some time now, 20 years to be exact. And uh, joining me today is no other than Xavier. Xavier, also known as Venora, also known as Haseo 619-FF2, also known as Apotheosis, also known as, you get the picture, I go by a lot of names. You'll find me streaming on Twitch at Venora. You'll find me on Instagram and Twitter at Apotheosize underscore X. Go look it up. Learn yourself something today. Thank you for having me on the show. Not a problem. Not a problem. So for those who don't know speak Xavier off the top, I'm going to break down a little bit of what he just said. <laughs> All right. Uh, Xavier, uh, full-time college student, mm-hmm. part-time grill master. Correct. Um, Enjoys video gaming. A lot. Amongst other things. Amongst some. So uh, if you were to try to catch him in the midst in his natural element. My habitat. His habitat. The place you would go is twitch.tv. Twitch.tv. And then you'd search what? Venora underscore K-Y-E. That is V-A-N-O-R-A. Underscore is very important. Don't leave that out. K-Y-E. You'll also find this on the, uh, the, the podcast notes. Uh, if you go ahead and click into the uh, the info or the more, it'll drop down menu. We'll have all this information there. Yeah, yeah, it could be anywhere. Um, also, you can find them on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter at apotheosize underscore x. This one's a mouthful. Let's go. A P O T H E O S I Z E D underscore. Again, very important. Don't forget it. Add it with an X at the end. Apotheosize underscore X. See, he didn't have to do that because I was also going to include that in the notes. <laughs> but I just wanted to hear him do it again. There was there was a certain there was a certain ring to it. Definitely, uh, definitely. So yeah, so that's where you could find him. Um, tell us a little more about yourself. Okay, so um, Twitch streaming, been doing that for a few months now, small time for now, I mean, unless all of you go and follow right now, you know, come tune into the streams. I just play a variety of games, it could be single player adventures such as Spider-Man, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Yakuza, it could be multiplayer fun times like Call of Duty, NBA Live, or whatever game that is on sale that me and my friends decide to play that day. I also, I don't have a set schedule, but all these things and much more can be found on my page on twitch.tv slash Venora underscore k-y-e v-a-n-o-r-a underscore k-y-e okay let's take a step back um (laughs) let's see question answer all right 
uh, apotheosize divine one. I imagine it is uh, something. A little research. Bless us. What's, where, where's the oh, what's the origin of this so, this name? I'm gonna give a shout out to my man Rocha. I'm going last names here with okay. everyone, just so you protect know. Protect the identities. Protect okay. the identities. Okay. Shout out to Rocha. May or may uh, not be his name, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I met him during my junior year, and we had like a group chat, or no, like the name of our chat. And we called ourselves the Apotheosized Mofos. I didn't know what Apotheosized at the time. Okay. So he enlightened me and says, Apotheosized. In short, it's when a mere mortal retrie- uh, achieves the status of a god. Divinity. Okay. Divinity. So okay. basically, I'm just calling myself godlike, which realistically I am. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you'll find out yeah, when yeah. you tune in. <laughs> see? And that's what you get on those streams. That's what you're going to see. You're going to learn. You're going to find out more about that aspect <laughs> of the life. Okay, now let me ask you another question. Another question. Benora Kai. I've been kicking that around for a little bit. Um... There's a fra- there's a term and I can't think of it right now. It's when the uh, words are scrambled around, so what you're seeing is not the actual word. You kind of have to decipher what the words are. I go Kai Venora. I can't figure out what Kai uh, Venora is. Kai, I'm thinking it's key. I take it back to your uh, your affinity to uh, Kingdom Hearts, where you fight you fight with a Keyblade. So for a while, I've been thinking, okay, well, I got K Y E. Actually, could be K E Y, which is Key. Mm-hmm. What the Venora? All right, so that that whole name is a large mouthful. So it started when I was playing one of the games in this series, Birth by Sleep, and uh, of the Kingdom Hearts. Of Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Correct. Hearts, Birth by Sleep. It's, okay. Trust me, things get complicated from there on out. So, the main character of the mainline series is called Sora. However, in this game, there is an evil... Uh, one of the villains is named Vanitas, who takes on the appearance of Sonora. Uh, not of Sonora. Sora. Of Sora. Yes. Yeah, I'm okay. confusing myself right it, now. It sounds like a lot, but you can do it. So, here we go. We have Vanitas and Sora. You take the first part of Vanitas, Van, and then you just take the last part of Sora, Aura, you get Venora. Now, Bang. that's where that comes from. Now, the Kai... In that game, in the series, the main goal is to forge the ultimate keyblade, spelled with the Greek letter X or Kai okay. as a discount. So technically, it is a keyblade that they're making, but it's also pronounced as Kai, spelled K-Y-E either way. So we have nice. Venora underscore K-Y-E, very deep into the lore. It takes a little bit of uh, connecting the dots here. Yes. I don't expect many people to get it, but when I do, it isn't enlightening. Hey, listen, like every good origin story... Somebody's gonna miss it. <laughs> Somebody's gonna have to explain it to somebody. And that's what we're here for. Bomb. All right. So you're. Uh, so you Gaming is a thing. Gaming Huge. is a thing. Uh, you're, you're providing people with a little insight into your uh, gaming. You said uh, you could follow it on the social media platforms, and you could. It'll lead you right over to the Twitch. Um, Twitch. How did that become? Well, how did you get into? How did you get the idea of like? Ah, you know what? I'm gonna stream these games while I'm playing them. So, this one goes out to my roommates. Everyone I get inspiration from is like on some person I know directly. Okay. And my roommates, they were starting to be a little creative. They were like, hey, we're going to make some videos. Uh, one of my roommates uh, currently streams. You can find her at Eli Moran, E-L-I-M-A-R-A-N. Quick little plug-in for her. She does art and very chill, League of Legends. More on that for that time. Hi, right, shouts to shouts. Shouts, shouts to shouts. Eliza. Eliza. Eliza, yeah, yes. shout out to Eliza. Okay. We can say her first name, that's cool. All right, cool. <laughs> so, um, so she was streaming. I'm like, man, you know, realistically, all streaming is is I'm sitting down. 
I'm playing a game and I talk over it. Things I just do normally, why not just record myself doing it? So you could pretty much say you were like three-fourths into it without even trying. Basically, there's not okay. much to it, especially with, you know, the technology, the consoles nowadays. I didn't need any third-party equipment to get started. I can just, hey, boot up my game, click the share button, and here I am. I'm streaming. Wow. Okay. And so, in before and while I was streaming, I was trying to start doing something with YouTube. And put up videos there. Okay. However, with YouTube, it takes a little more time. Something I didn't really have to give at the moment. Okay. It was I had to create, I had to get the footage, take the footage from my PS4. I didn't have any equipment at the time. Okay. Upload it to YouTube privately. Download that video from YouTube. Then put it into a video editing software. Edit the video. Put all, wow. all my fancy stuff, captions, whatever, uh -huh. then post it onto YouTube. That whole process, if I sat down and just like day to day put like a few hours into it, it would take a week, a week and a half by just me learning the program. But with everything else I had to do, it was about a month after I originally got the footage in order for me to chop it all up and make a whole video out of it and for like 10 minute video. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. So for how much, how many minutes of content would you have to put in 10 hours? There is so <laughs> much more to it. That it was it was a little demotivating like I understand you have to put in the work to get something nice yeah. and I'm like I could have just taken the footage and then just throw it up on YouTube yeah it was already there once before you it was already there <laughs> I really could have just said hey here's the video yeah. but I knew that I had I had downloaded the tools uh, Premiere Pro, Adobe Premiere Pro, like a video editing program. Like I had the tools to make something that's maybe not perfect, but like a little bit better than just here, I took this and put it over here. Correct. I wanted to put a little something to it. Yes. And the fact that I knew I could do it, I felt like I had to do it. And that became another toll on itself. So okay. streaming became an easier outlet to do that, where I didn't have to do as much to get to that better quality that I wanted. Okay. Whereas a YouTube video would take so much time and I would need extra help on it. And it just didn't, uh, bring back the results I wanted okay as fast I hear as I that wanted. I hear that cool so you guys got to hear a little bit from the man himself this is the Bruce beats and each podcast and if you stick around long enough you're gonna find out a little bit more about my man here especially what he likes to drink That's what good. he likes to listen to listen to and what he likes to eat yeah. it's the Bruce beats and each podcast perfect I'm feeling adventurous maybe I'll try something new about a logger or porter pills or Belgian or scout All right, and we're uh, we're back. We're back at the uh, Bruise Beats and Eats podcast. We're now in the uh, the Bruise portion of the show with our guest, uh, uh, with our guest, and uh, he's gonna run through. He's not quite legal yet, so Almost. beer is not. Yeah, uh, actually, just celebrated the uh, the 20th. Big 2-0. Big 2-0, man. <laughs> Twenty revolutions around the sun, oh, man. and uh, and many more to come. But, hopefully, uh, anyway, let's, let's hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this portion goes. <laughs> and might, that might be a good indicator of how uh, how things happen from here on forth. But um, what we got is, you know, not not old enough to drink beer. So what we did, we went with the alternative. We're doing um, actually root beers and ginger ales, you know, because we're clever like that here at the Brews Beats and Eats podcast. We do big things, big things and big things. Correct, correct. <laughs> um, I guess we'll start. We'll start. Uh, what your uh, your left to the right? Uh, okay, your left, I guess you we'll have uh, Virgil's. First. Yep, we got Virgil's micro brewed uh, root beer. Um, give, give that a taste and see. Just tell me what you think. Um, okay, let's see. Bottoms up. <laughs> there you go. Um, just a little bit of everything. It's, it's smell, uh, flavor. Uh, I will say this is definitely one of the better root beers I've had. Okay. 
easily. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know like what the uh, different smells are of root beers, but I can say um, the, the taste was like it was a nice. Uh, it was it was a uh, cool. It wasn't like too uh, carbonated like most other ones okay. I get. Like I will go to Publix or Walmart and get like a I the IBC or like the doctor not not doctor but like Stewart's or something. Okay. The four packs. I actually just recently have been experimenting with root beers more often. All right. I typically all right. go for just a Coca Cola, Dr Pepper, and all that. But I was yeah. like, yeah, different option. Hey, you know, I got some friends over. Hey, we're gonna fake drink and uh, hey, here's some <laughs> bottles of root beer. Okay. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, this is actually not that bad. And I drank a little bit more. Wait, 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 wait. So you mean to tell me that somebody's come up with this? Uh premise before of uh, drinking root beer as the alcoholic beverage of choice? I will not confirm nor deny. <laughs> uh, okay, alright, go ahead. Go yeah, so, yeah, I, I have been drinking a little more root beer, so this is actually perfect timing to, you know, get more tastes. But nice. I, I definitely do, do like that one more, because it's not what I don't like in root beers, like some of the more vanilla-based ones. Okay. A little too sweet, and it yeah. kind of... I don't know. I'm not that. I don't have that much of a sweet tooth, realistically. I hear you. I hear you. That that, that works out. Um, actually, yeah. It says uh, the label says it's so rich, smooth, and creamy. You'll swear it was made in heaven. So. And there have been a great yeah. things though. <laughs> yeah. It's not a not a bad way to start off. Not a bad way to start off at all. Let's still uh, see a, a micro brew and a regular one. That's a. Yeah, I guess there's smaller people involved at the brewery at the micro brew. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, take what it is is that it's not a it's not a a big time industrial factory size. Oh, okay. You know Budweiser type. You know, Someone A&W. in their backyard just put it's something. Just, in yeah, there. it's it's okay. a collection of friends who all decided to get together and probably said, "Hey, let's make our own root beer," right. or just one guy, uh, one guy. Um, is so this, is this the part where I take the little pretzel thing and dip it in? No, you won't won't accomplish. You won't accomplish the cleansing of the palate with dipping the pretzel. Okay, yeah. So you got that one going there. Um, That's that's a nice start. Yeah, I imagine that the the, I could only imagine that the odors, fragrances probably won't take a lot. Don't won't uh, be noticeable because the ingredients are pretty much the same in root beer. I don't Mm -hmm. think they they flip them around too much. Again, this is all. I mean, there's no authority on anything being spoken here. (laughs) Don't take anything I say. We are <laughs> to, not paid professionals. Yes, definitely not paid. That's for sure. <laughs> and professional is used loosely. Very loosely. Um, but, uh, but nonetheless, we're here. Uh, let me know when you're ready. We'll move on to the next one. I gotta get one more sip of the bird. Okay, one more sip of the bird. That, that sounds bad. good. Um, I guess I can start prefacing the next one. It's uh, Dad's Old Fashioned Root Beer. Uh, according to the label, it's America's premium root beer. Oh. Uh, coming in at a heavy uh, 170 calories per bottle. If anybody's keeping count, if everybody does that type of thing, you're watching your diet. Exactly. Um, choosing that over something else, maybe you can compare it to your Michelob Ultras or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but this is it. This is Dad's old fashioned root beer. Alright, cheers to whoever's dad made this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that one had a little more tang to it. Ah, okay. That okay. one, like, it had a little more of a kick to it. Okay. I guess that's how dads get down. Uh, dads get down. Did they they <laughs> they want a little more. They, they want a little more oomph in their uh, root beer. I, I don't know if this is like uh, like a, like saying how I grew up. When I think of dad putting a little more kick, I'm thinking dad oh. put a little more kick in his punishment. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I had a little bit of those in my time. But I'm like, yeah, no, he's a little more stern with this one. <laughs> okay, yeah, trying to get his point across, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, okay. so, dad, so dad's name stayed true there. Got a little more kick in that one. 
again these like i said all root beers same color sure there's no difference in texture viscosity or whatnot they're all the same not too much not too much so, so as of right now you got the dads down you tried the virgils down mm-hmm. okay i would definitely say the virgil what is that it said something about smooth on the virgil one yeah definitely hit a little smoother smoother yeah sure. smoother creamier a little bit rich yeah so that one's pretty good but right now i'm still sticking with the virgil okay and that's probably why it's it was considered one of this is a winner of uh, nasft's outstanding beverage Virgil, so okay. Yeah, look at that. All Pr- right. Premium root beer over here. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people do it better than others, you know? Different, different recipes for success, just not mine. Exactly. Yeah, I would say that's a good way to sum that up. Uh, next, we got the uh, Bundaberg. This is a root beer from Australia. Um, hey, shout out to your local Australian, Jay. No one else is going to know that but me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Australia, where the toilets flush counterclockwise. Um, and apparently it's upside down or something. Yeah, yeah, it's on the other half of the uh, the equator there. Uh, Bundaberg root beer. It's a uh, craft brewed. Uh, it's craft brewed over three days. Uh, oh, wow. So this one spends a little more time. Um, I guess it would be a. Uh, I don't know if it'd be a little more mature. It might have a more mature tone. This is the more twenty-year-old type drink yeah, right here. On the on the cusp of twenty-one. These kitty stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Give that one a try and let me know what you think. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, oh, that tasted like medicine. That tasted like Robitussin. I felt like I'm going to get rid of whatever cold I didn't have. <laughs> that was... Hold on. I was not ready for that. Like, there is little to no carbonation compared to the other ones. Okay. I thought that that's had a little bit of a ting to it. I was ting, ting, ting. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but this, this one had a... Uh, My cure- sinuses are clearing already. <laughs> This one had a cure-all symptoms taste, huh? This definitely did. Wow. Yeah, oh, that's uh, that's how they get down down under, I guess. I, not... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta add in a sound later on. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, okay, so, so I mean, I will say I wish more medicines taste like that, though. Okay. So so and so if you just happen to be uh, backpacking through the Australian uh, lands. Whatever they have, fighting off kangaroos. Well, no, actually, I was gonna say <laughs> if you were to hurt yourself, maybe twist an angle, ankle or something while hiking through Australia or whatnot, you wouldn't. Uh, you, you'd hope to see maybe a kangaroo hop up with one of these things around their, <laughs> around their neck like a Saint Bernard. <gasps> Bundaberg, thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're coming up with ideas for commercials and ads while we're doing this. Ah, uh, twenty HP bonus. Thanks. That's it, and it would put you right back on your path. You heal that ankle, and you'll be ready to trek the rest of the. Uh, the country, not bad, right okay. down in Sydney or something like that. All right, so uh, I think it, it goes above the dads, but not above the Virgil. I still okay. put Virgil as king. Okay. But we got the mystery fourth one here. Yeah, now this, not yeah, now this is. Uh, I guess I'll give you a chance to cleanse the palate there. Uh, this one is actually a wild card. It's not a root beer, but it is a ginger ale. Uh, this is Reed's ginger ale. It's a premium ginger brew, um, naturally brewed. And uh, it's it's an all natural uh, ginger ginger ale. It's Jamaican style, so we have some uh, island influence here. All right, all uh, right. Different long ways from uh, long ways from Australia, but we're gonna go with a ginger ale. It's technically ale, ale, beer, now, all of the same. I will preface this with I'm not a big fan of ginger ale, like other you know canna dries, whatever the canned stuff is. I actually have that as my bottom tier sodas. Like, wow. The okay. only reason I drink that is if I have stomach problems. 
Correct. I try to avoid yes. it at all costs. And then I think of regular like ginger chews and all that. Uh, like I think of a cold. I think of a burn. Ginger shots. Ginger those, shot. those are those aren't pleasant. So oh, um, no, not those again. Yeah. And there's actually I don't think there's I don't know. I mean I haven't really like again. This is <laughs> there's no facts really being <laughs> being shared here. But I don't know how much ginger ale actually helps the stomach as a soda. But it's something we grew up it, doing. It's helped me. So <laughs> okay. So as long as you see some results, that's that's that cool. or pepper. <laughs> yes, yes, better of the two options. Although I'm pretty sure Pepto is more uh, scientifically proven. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd rather drink ginger ale than Pepto Bismol. Right. Till this day! Till this day! <laughs> Alright, here All right, we go. Give this that is... one to try. Oh. <laughs> See, there's a. Uh... There, there, there's the ginger! There it is! <laughs> yeah. Oh! Now that's a. Oh, God, hold on. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Try to eliminate that taste there. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That I don't know why that was more of an apple juice plus ginger ale. Really? Okay, that that's that interesting. Was, that's a different. That uh, was weird. Apple. Okay, apple juice. I, I almost want to try it again just to get a better taste. Like I don't. Uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh. There's some. Oh man. Okay. Well, I guess that's proper ginger ale, but. Oh, I don't know. That's not for me. So, so, so your your Seagrams and your Canada Dries aren't quite doing it right compared to like you could actually taste I can, ginger. I can in this taste one. ginger. I can't. I don't know if that's a better thing for me, but yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Now that's that's the one you need to start with. <laughs> the ginger ale. You know what's funny is that uh, I'm 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 sitting here and just you know observing, and uh, I could I could just think this is gonna be great when I have a visual component to go because some of the faces. <laughs> Some of the faces that uh, <laughs> that X made here, <laughs> they're, they're priceless. They're Ooh. definitely priceless, and they kind of push through the, uh, uh, I guess his his sentiment on some of these <laughs> root beers. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, so we, we that's what we've done here. We've tried a little bit of everything. If I had a better knowledge of fruits and fruit juices, I could probably pinpoint exactly what that was. Hey, listen. My first knowledge came to apple, and I'm like. It's kind of apple, but I don't, I don't even know. That might not even. That might even. Hey, listen. Um, one thing we're not gonna do on this podcast is, is spread knowledge. We're not gonna. <laughs> spread knowledge. Oh, I mean, we might. You might find some gems here and there, but it, that won't be our sole purpose. There will be minimal <laughs> amounts of research put into this. We're kind of just gonna wing it. Yes, because that's when you find the gems. That's and, when you unearth we, the diamond. And by we, I mean him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, we, listen. We always have a uh, place for uh, research and development. Huh. Might have to get some funding for that. But oh, yeah. uh, this and is a good, get some test speakers spot. going on. Get a lab coat for everyone. It's like, all right, well, here we are in the lab testing out these new drinks. It's official. That and a clipboard and a, and a pencil oh, yeah. with an eraser on it. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that that will definitely turn it into a scientific. So get some uh, like the real D three D glasses. Poke out the actual lens. The film. Yeah, yeah just... take the film out. Yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you'd look silly trying to conduct an experiment with actual three D glasses on. Yeah, that'd be really trippy. Like if everything I was doing was actually in three D, I'd be like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. That would definitely throw off some of the the tech the note taking as far as say the water was a great idea depth and perception alright so that's a good mental <laughs> note is keep some water around when testing these out cool so alright so uh, we got four four root beer actually three root beers and a ginger ale um, each one sampled um, uh, is there one that you would go back to uh, I definitely go back to the Virgil and maybe even the Bund okay uh, that that one that'd be like uh, if it was offered to me I would I wouldn't turn it down necessarily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, I would turn down the reeds because that was oof. Okay, 
Okay. We, we so. call that an oof. Uh, that's <laughs> that's that's a scientific term. Oof. That's a scientific term. How oof. many how many O's? How many O's? Two O's. Usually. Two O's in the oof. If okay. you ever have to go more than two, then oof. <laughs> you've entered you've entered a whole other level you're going places and I, I hope you come back to them safely there you go so you got the four uh, four drinks four beverages Virgil's Dad's Bundaberg and uh, Reed's and, and the burp and I just burped the Reed's when I got a second taste of it <laughs> it's ginger it's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> Yes, sir. This is the uh, Bruise Beats and Eats podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Old Head Ed, here with Xavier. From and, the uh, future! From the future, yes. We've learned that we can discuss things now, but actually discuss them later as well, if that makes any it, sense. It was on an episode of How I Met Your Mother. I remember it very vividly, and by vividly, I mean by five seconds of it. Okay. <laughs> Where does that leave us now? Hey, we're supposed to be talking about music now. Let's get to okay, music. Let's get into the music. This is the beats portion of Bruce Beats and Eats. Like I said before, Xavier, uh, favorite music genre. Um, yeah, let's go with genre. Genre. Uh, we're gonna go for genre. It's it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly because I listen to such a variety. Okay. But I do find myself most times listening to like very chill uh, hip hop. Nothing too crazy. I'm not uh, too high into the trap beats, okay. and the party music. Okay. That's not my thing. I'm more relaxed, kind of. That's it. That's, it. That's the word. Relaxed, chill. Okay. You think that comes from maybe uh, your background in um, music to begin with? Uh, that you know some of the uh, involvement you've had with uh, the band, music appreciation, so on and so forth. Um. Kind of, but also no, because I, as a kid, I was very energetic, hyper, and rock music, specifically hard rock music, was the stuff I would jam out to. Okay. There's somewhere out there in a video library of some kind of me <laughs> screaming into a microphone, telling people to shut up like I was Chester Bennington of Lincoln yes. Park. R.I.P. R.I.P. Respect to Chester. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't think I did him too much pride in that moment in my diaper. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he probably wasn't aware of it. But I think at that very moment, he probably looked over his shoulder into the distance and said, "Someone's, someone's doing an impersonation of me." <laughs> There's a disturbance. There's a disturbance in the force. Correct. So uh, it was a lot of hard rock music, and then after a while, I think starting in middle school, I took a music appreciation class that was led okay. into band. So I started listening to more kinds of music, more classical music. Okay. I don't listen to too much to this day, but I have a bit of an appreciation. Okay. And uh, what was popular with all the kids at the time, as I was one at that point, was uh, rap music, hip hop. I remember Lil Wayne, okay. uh, Cash Money, Young Money, 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 Money. Uh, walk a flock of money, throwing money with no hands and a dance, something like that. And so hip hop rap was kind of like the big craze. Okay. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do like some of these songs, although not that same style. My dad uh, int introduced them to me. Okay. Artists like Talib Kweli, Mos Def, J Live, who I didn't know at the time. I come full circle years later, like, yeah. oh, that's yes. J Live. Memories, yes. Something yes. like that. Yes. I don't know what that yes. song is. Yeah. 
Okay. And then from there, as I began to mellow out as a person, I, I still listen to rock music for the most part, but I've uh, come full, not full circle, I come around to uh, hip-hop rap more often. Okay, okay. Um, so, something you'd go to would be, what type of vibe? Would, uh, well, you know, obviously you don't, you don't, you're not, uh, not into the trap thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you still listen to rock and roll sometimes, but as far as hip-hop, what's the, what's, what's something you look for in a good hip-hop song? Something I look for, let's see, uh, a lot of songs nowadays are focused on repetition, repetition, repetition. You have to hear the same two lines over and over again, mixed with maybe one or two bars that are different, and then you listen to that again, and then more followed by some Mm hi-hat, you know, bass, heavy bass, and whatever, all that stuff, and... That's fine to kind of have as background noise, or okay. when, again, you're you're hanging out with friends in a group setting. That's kind of like, yeah, put it on. I won't pay too much attention to it. But so, if I actively want to go out and listen for something, I, I prefer a little more uh, substance. Okay. Maybe a little more value is what I got, and that's okay. where I get my uh, my little bar, my little rating system on what I like to listen to. Okay, it so is, there's uh, one of those. Okay. So it's a measure of value and dopeness. All right. So for most of these songs popping now, there's a lot of dopeness. You hear that beat and you're like, okay, it's sick. You know, it's heavy. It's all this, like all these sounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say something that's okay. easy to remember and you're kind of just partying. It, 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 it's easily easy to get involved because they keep it simple where you could kind of... Uh, learn the learn the words quickly. Learn the words quickly. Uh, it's about you know hot topics, you okay. know, or things that th- that are being popularized that are cool. So right. you kind of want to get into it. Yeah. And so that part, you have a lot of dopeness there. All right. But there's no value. It's kind of okay. like an 80, 20, 90, 10 deal. Okay. There's no balance there. I now, hear that. However, you will find uh, some artists who are the woke artists mm-hmm. who lay on these super complex messages and like, okay, there's a lot of value in here. There's stuff to dig in, dig deep for. But sometimes the music quality itself is not that great. You know, it's kind of okay at best. You get like an 80, 20, 90, 10. Lots okay. of value, no dope. Okay. You need to have a nice, perfect mix of that. Okay. Whether that's across an entire, if I'm judging an entire album, Album. <laughs> Those are coming out. Those, Those are, are coming out. <laughs> albums. Ob- yeah, that's the next wave. Is albums. <laughs> Any artist out there that wants to put out something different, start working on your album. <laughs> start working on your album. <laughs> so when I when I go to judge like a, a, a song, the ratio it has to be it has to be as close to the middle as possible because okay. there's not as much room I'm judging for. Okay. However, if you give me a whole 12 track, 16 track album. Some songs are heavy on value, yes. less on dose. Some songs are heavy on dopeness, less on value, and then there's nice in between. And as long as you check out at the end as a clo- as like a statistical yeah. even, 50, 40, 55, 45, somewhere around there, okay. I consider like, yeah, this is a good album. This is something I will listen to on the regular. Okay. Artists that come to mind. J. Cole, immediately. Uh-huh. He is a... Uh, He's not, he's not, he's like in his 30s, early 30s? Gotta be. 30s? He's gotta be early, if not mid Not young, not old. He's kind of in that middle period. The, the middle, middle child. Middle, middle child. child. Okay. Hey, look at that. That's a single that came out recently. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of in that wave where he's into the adult stuff, but he doesn't quite mess with these new messages that are coming along Correct. with. Correct. So he kind of combines the best of both worlds where in his latest album, K.O.D., he has some of those trap-style beats mm-hmm. and has some of those repetitive influence, okay. but the message he's bringing across is a, is a little more complicated. It's a little There's more value to that message. Yes. So I would say those songs are closest to that 50-50 value. Okay. 
to put in that value and the dopeness. Yeah. And my personal favorite of his so far is 2014 Forest Hills Drive. He's talking about experiences from his childhood. These are actual lessons you can learn. There's nothing too grand and too complex, but there's something that you can take away, something that you can learn. Definitely. And, and they have great dope beats to it. They're all, you know, bass heavy, you know, they hit hard, and they're kind of something you can bob along to. And maybe at one point, uh, G-O-M-D, Okay. That song, it kind of has, it kind of plays on the fact that people are trying to listen to dope things, and it has that little mix in it. Okay, yeah, there is a, there's a transition at one point where the beat changes up. Um, yeah, I'm familiar with it. The it's it's funny. It's actually it makes a lot of sense because um, that goes to show the greatness of an artist when you can um, introduce the two worlds, like you say, uh, the dopeness and the value. If uh, you can have those meet. Um, you really can't go wrong. Um, not only you know, not only with your art, but with who's listening to you. Because you could just hit somebody with an album that's all one, mm-hmm. one or the other, and then you're kind of gonna. I mean, it's gonna show your lack of range, mm-hmm. and you're gonna probably alienate um, a lot of people who would be willing to listen to you. Um, and if you could, yeah. So doing that, finding yourself in the middle can introduce the two sector, uh, the two sectors. Um, that yeah, that's that's a, that's a pretty pretty good thing to accomplish. I would also pose that as like a creative challenge instead okay. of just you know hey this is what's hot these are the trends these are what people want to hear these are what people want to talk about these are people who try to live this lifestyle that they're really not because that's what's gonna get them there and yeah that's kind of like the story of short term success you're gonna be popping this mm-hmm. year next year. But something happens, a new person comes out, you're old news. Exactly. A big example of that, and maybe this is because of my little knowledge, but I remember this one guy, he was coming around, his name is Chief Keith. He okay. was popping for a bit. I have not heard of this man ever since. Like, he had like two or three years. Yeah. And yeah, was... now I don't even, I've completely forgot about him until yeah. like one day I was talking with some friends about it. And then, yeah, then his name comes back around. And he had a strong wave for a minute. I was never a fan. But yeah, you're right. His name was ringing a lot more bells back then. We don't want no beef, Chief. <laughs> I just, I didn't even think about how that would sound. But uh, yeah, Chief, keep. We want no problems. <laughs> we don't want the smoke. Uh, uh-huh. I know things is hard out there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's true. It's even even thinking back to what uh, I would listen to. There's some music that just doesn't age well, and I'm noticing it now. Even when I go back and listen to the stuff that I was listening to early mid 90s just doesn't age well um so when you don't when you don't kind of uh create something that's balanced it, you could tell because it doesn't stand the test of time you know like you're saying with some of some of these artists nowadays um <laughs> the perfect example my my thing is perfect example is uh or analogy not example is um face tattoos <laughs> Um, listen, if you're gonna, hey, listen, I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life. If you're gonna put something on your face that's permanent, uh, make sure whatever you do uh, is successful enough that it will carry you on. Choose wisely. Yeah, because there's gonna come a point in time that if you're just out there to make that quick dollar and just put out whatever's listed, everybody's, you know, on or what they're listening to now, you know, the heavily influenced by today. Um, there's gonna come a time where you're gonna have to get a real job <laughs> or come up with something creative uh, You know you have to be more than just an artist and I think a lot of these people that's what they're doing is they're looking for music is just not the sole lane of of, um, of uh, Income for a lot of these guys. I'm just hoping that they're you know if you're gonna make a decision like and this is just me old, doing my old head thing <laughs> just, old head you just, trademark. You just learned it um, Yeah, don't, don't put that on your face if you're not gonna plan on living off of 
that you know the money you make or um, or getting into other ventures that don't include you actually finding a job somewhere. And if you get in trouble, do not tattoo your name on your face. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they call self snitching. That's that's like sub snitching. That's like subconsciously snitching on yourself. Jeez, man. But uh, okay, so so boom. So we've got this meter. We've got dopeness and value. Um, a song you would share with us that kind of uh, embodies uh, that aspect. A good 40, 50, or, yeah, I'm sorry, 60, uh, 60, 40, or 50, 55, uh, 50, yeah, 50, 50, 50, 50, 55, My math 45. is on point. Listen, I, I don't know about y'all. I went to school for English, so my math is not great. Yes. I say went as if I'm not still going. <laughs> <laughs> I would like for it to be went really soon, but, yes. you know, we're going to pray for that one. But, um... A few artists come to mind once again, bring back Talib Kali, okay. Most Def, those guys I was raised on uh-huh. that kind of had that nice mix. But one I've taken to, uh, my personal favorite rapper to this day, Lupe Fiasco. Okay, okay. His. Shouts to Lupe. Food and Liquor and The first, Cool. First the Cool. Yeah. This this man, uh, and, I wanna, and the song I want to come back to is Superstar. Because on the surface... It's dope, has a nice beat, you can bop your head to it. He's okay. talking about being a superstar, everyone wants to be that, you know, yes. you get your nice little mix. And there's just a deeper level to it that, along with his story that he tells between that album and his previous one, uh-huh. there's a whole new meaning. And that's kind of that deep value that I look yes. for. Okay. But it's not necessarily, this is everything it's about. Because again, it's a cu- it's under the main okay. story. Or it's under what it's po- like presenting to you. Correct. Under the face value. Exactly, because you could uh, you could run the risk of sometimes I forget what you're saying. You could run the risk of sometimes alienating or just turning people away when you do too heavy one. Definitely, if you're too woke, people are like, "Oh my god, you're boring. You're just saying all these things." Or maybe they're like, "Eh, shut up. You don't know nothing. You're oh, just gonna, trying to seem like you're better than me." Yeah, they're gonna insist that you need a nap or something. <laughs> just a little too woke for everybody's good. Just take a nap, take a break. Sometimes then we get back to the woke thing. Cool, cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, guess who else is... Uh, who's, who else... Uh, let's see, what am I saying? Oh, yeah. Guess who else has the cool as a favorite album? Guess who else? Oh. Celebrity. Celebrity. All-star shooter. The chef on the course, Steph Curry. Correct. I found this out by watching a video on Bleacher Report. Shout out to Bleacher Report. Yes. And I remember he was pulling out the records. Like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite album. That's my favorite artist. I'm like, hold up. Yeah, man, team Golden State, let's go win five more rings, five more rings. <laughs> Kevin Durant, he can go five more rings, five more rings. Oh, and I almost went out and bought a jersey with the no money that I had. There you go. Yeah, d- definitely. Uh, that that was a that that was a nice. I, I think I saw the same thing. If it wasn't Bleacher Report, it was something on Bleacher Report. But I think Slam did the the interview. The Slam magazine did the interview. I might be wrong on that too. Um, Whatever I say on this podcast is not... Uh, Do not hold us accountable. Not, yeah, it's not... I'm not the authority on anything. Uh-uh. Um, and, the, and the facts might not always be facts, but... I mean, we're like your average Americans, you know? We just see what we see on the internet, and we tell you, too, how we see it. Exactly. And until I get a uh, research and development department, um, <laughs> we don't have anybody actively on Google right now to, to fact check me, so... We don't have someone on the laptop off to the side right now. With that being said... Yes, uh, Steph Curry did say that uh, Lupe Fiasco, The Cool, was his favorite album, and um, and that was yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, no pun intended. Uh, that he enjoyed something of that of that caliber. Uh, you know, uh, typically you see a lot of times um, athletes 
whether it's you know yeah. uh, videos or Instagram videos or anything they post up, it's high it, video. It's a high video, and and it's mostly the music that's. It's not. It's not the uh, the wide range variety. It's the same standard it's, it's music what's that popping, everybody that everyone's listens to. Talking Correct. About your Migos, Correct. your future. Exactly. Which right. hey, shouts to them. Shouts, shouts to them. Uh, whatever gets you in the mood to go out there and drop thirty on somebody, hey, dude. Or what drop you two do. and you know get benched. Whatever the mood is. <laughs> Kick somebody in the nuts, Allah. Draymond Green. You know, hey, <laughs> you know, look at someone the wrong way, get a tactical like boogie. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Cool. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna get into this one song real quick. I'm gonna okay. play something, and then uh, I'll, I want your feedback on it. Right. So uh, let, let's do, let's give that a try. Now, if I'm out of town, my crew take care of your bodies The more the merrier Point and spray the area Niggas is quick to bury ya Punk niggas feel inferior Guns make us superior Cats start acting scarier Situations get hairier Yo, you know who killing it Niggas saying they militant The only blood in the street is when the government's spilling it You could have a handgun or a cannon And you still sort of the damning Without the knowledge and wisdom and understanding Number 22 Derringer My 38 oh. A 44, a Glock 9 Time to protect the fam, I'm a cogma I make the streets run red like a stop sign, stop line Look, I'm 
just, I'm here because I gotta be straight up with you. Be straight we're, up, BJ. We're, we're looking the BJ Wine Glass to you. I mean, if, if you're Talib quality to me, I'm BJ Wine Glass to you. Now listen, listen, the bottom line is, I wanna get bigger, I wanna get better, all right? Bigger is better. And I wanna get deafer, if you wanna quote the, you know, Okay, James yeah. Todd. Ladies we, love. Let's, ladies love why, why not? Why shouldn't the ladies love him? He's they a should. good looking guy. They why should shouldn't they love him? Hey, I wish I had the pecs on that guy. <laughs> now listen to me. Now what I'm talking about is when we're in the expansion process, you're, 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 you're part of the team. You're part of the family. You're La Familia, if I may. Okay, and the bottom line is... So this is, is like La Costa Nostra. But listen, this is the deal. Yes, sir, and that was uh, that was Gun Music by uh, Talib Kweli featuring Dead Prez off the uh, Quality album. Uh, what did you think? What did you? What did? Uh... Oh, damn, that, I haven't heard that one in a while because I think when I saved the album on my phone at the time, I didn't have much space, so I was kind of skimming through my favorites of the album, okay. and I guess that one didn't make it because of a little bit of memory. I probably feel like the little beginning of it. I'm like, how oh, does this sound familiar? All right, folks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so hearing that come back to me, that was like, oh man, I, I almost completely forgot about this one. <laughs> but now that I hear it, it, I remember listening to this in the car okay. many a times yes. when I was younger. Probably sitting there. Da, 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 da. I don't know if I actually did the gun sound. <laughs> I probably was told not to do that at uh, one point, especially with the windows. <laughs> like that. Uh, you'd be surprised that there was a lot of the words that were being absorbed. You did have a lot of the words on point in the back seat. I remember. Oh yeah, uh, okay. visually, yeah. You were very. Uh, at least for the verses part, it was pretty good. The chorus is easy. You got that. Um, of course, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was always the backup singer. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, definitely. That was uh, one of one of uh, one of my favorite albums. Uh, Kuali was uh, this was his first solo uh, album. Um, he had done one with High Tech before that. Most Def, we all know there about Black Star before that. And um, yeah, Gun Music is one of the songs I remember. You'd be you'd be mouthing to it. The funniest thing is that you little kid. You have I imagine you don't know what it is. That's I, hope, I, I don't think I would know. No, if I did, I was a pretty smart kid. Yeah, no, no, that's fourth grade. That was, that was fourth grade. Um, but uh, yeah, you you guys will hear the fourth grade story oh, later. Fourth grade. But uh, but yeah, so that was that was a Talib Kweli, one of the guys you had mentioned earlier. Uh, still doing it to this day. Um, to this day, like almost every year has another album, a full-length album. Take a break. All, yeah, all in between taking out Twitter trolls and and, and dealing with man. with people on the in and on the uh, social media webs and all that. That's Talib Kweli. Shouts yes. to you, Talib Kweli. Um, favorite Talib Kweli song since we're on the subject. Oh my god! Again, uh, there's could, too many. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give you favorites from like the sure. albums he's on because that's just gonna make things easier. Okay, let's do that. That sounds so, even better. Yes. We're gonna uh, to start. We're gonna go with uh, Black Star. He was with that one and Most Def. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite song on there was uh, Redefinition. Okay. The yes, the remake. Redefinition. 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 Yes, that one okay. was my favorite one. He came hard with a verse right in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. No nonsense coming through. Off quality, it would have to be. Ah, uh, I want to say, uh, won't you stay with Kendra Ross? Wow. Okay. Okay. That one I really like. All right. It, it, yeah. That's more of that's, the chill. That's, a, that's what they call a deep cut. A deep, deep cut. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Again, yeah. that's more of the chill style yeah, I kind of like, you know, started to go into. Yes. Let's see. There was probably a few in the between. Oh, can't, I got to talk about Reflection Eternal at this point. Yeah. The first one, ah, 
was it? It's not move, not move. So, uh, the blast. The blast. Where somehow, uh, okay. I understand the yes. joke is that his name is hard for now. So <laughs> but like this I know girl, where you're going. the girl in like the paid actress, whatever, saying, "All right, say Talib Kweli." It's like, okay, Talib Jaqui. Where the hell do you get Jaqui? <laughs> for those who aren't familiar with this, uh, Talib Kweli. Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn-born rapper, uh, Talib Kweli Green. Um, his uh, his uh, one of his first projects was with uh, producer High Tech out of uh, Cincinnati, and um, the Blast is one of the songs, one of the more popular songs on there. And there's an intro before the song starts where. Um, they're recording someone do an intro to a song, and it's a young lady, and she's having a hard time with getting Talib Kweli's name right. Uh, she's kind of reading it, and it's not your typical, your you know, your name that you're used to seeing. Like it's understandable to mess that name up. Correct, but to the level that she does, that's what X is saying. <laughs> she... Like okay, for those that know, no, this is how you spell Kweli: K W E L I. Where is there a J? Or a G anywhere yes. in that. Yes. If you was. said Quilai or something like that, makes perfect sense. It's a completely butchered. But you stay within the rules of the letters given to you. Jaqueeb. Where's the Q? Where's the U? There's so many things missing there. And you don't have to be an English major to get that right. Oh, no. but it helps. No. Okay. So, so that was that was uh, the blast. Was your favorite off of the uh, Reflection of Eternal? That was the train, train of, of thought. thought. Yeah. Oh, Oh my god, that's just okay, and that's because it's that member. Oh my god, and okay. the beat to it is so nice. Yes, <laughs> I actually heard a little aside K Dot using it during his uh first the training day. Okay, during that, K Dot Kendrick, uh, yeah, and he used that for one of his freestyles. Okay, didn't yes. like freestyle that and much, I, and I'm sure he did it justice if I remember correctly. It was, it was pretty good, okay, no. okay, cool. Yeah. Back on track here, let's see the next album I vividly remember. Uh, it was not the one with uh, Mad Lib, although I did... Mad Liberation? Yeah, okay. although I did say that one. I, I didn't uh, listen to that one too much. So I can't really put too much comment on that. Let's go to the next uh, reflection on Revolutions Per Minute. Okay. This one, uh, ooh, Just Begun. Because that one had Talib Kweli, uh, yes. Jay Electronica. Stand, definitely a standout track. J. Cole and Mos Def. The first time I've heard J. Cole, that's where I got wow. introduced to J. Cole. Okay. Okay, so it wasn't so it wasn't Jay's Cole, J. Cole's um, Who That? That wasn't the first song you heard. No, it was okay. not. Because I All right. actually didn't know that was a song. Okay. It shows yeah. up my limited range. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. So I just begun. Like, Talib Kweli, uh, J. Cole. Uh, Jay Electronica, okay, and Mos uh, Def, yeah. Oh, and uh, whoever did no, no, that opening little clip was that credited or was that? Um, no, I don't think they credited. Yeah, they didn't credit that in there. But that's that's a a, a really uh, a, a heavy um, starting four. If I were <laughs> if I were ever gonna say, I, I don't think you'll ever see that again. I hope that you might see a collaboration like that again. But think about it, J Cole. Ooh, he's right where he's at now. Uh, Jay Electronica, which we've been waiting on this album to drop that he was supposed to drop back then. And apparently everybody in the industry has heard this album and we haven't even heard when it's going to see the light of day. He doesn't want to drop it yet. There's always something. Uh, a lot of people refer to him as the rap unicorn because it's something you only see once in a while. Uh, and then most deaf and quality to get all of them on a song. You can't you can't go wrong. That that's that's cool. definitely a strong one that just begun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I like how it starts up. You get that trumpet. Yep, somber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. 
We might have to add a little snippet of that into the. Uh, yeah, because I did later. not do it justice. We'll, we'll edit that in so you can actually get the full feel of it. But uh, cool, cool. Oh, so that was uh, off that album was great. Prisoner of Conscience. Um, for a while, I liked Push Through. Okay. But there's one verse that sticks out like a sore thumb, and that's Currency. He's the first one you hear too. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. But when you compare it to Talib Kweli next, and then Kendrick Lamar was also on there, it's like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not a... your element. I don't, I don't really subscribe to the whole, hey, you got murdered on your own thing, or <laughs> a lot of times when people do features, people right away go to who did the better, you know, verse on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, most popular is, you know, everybody has the conversation about Eminem and Jay-Z on Renegade. Um... Uh, where else? Where else? There's a couple other songs. I can't think of them. But there's all. That's always like the main focus of attention with people who are into the lyrics or just hip hop. Big hip hop fans. When when one artist invites another artist on the song, they'll uh, they'll fall into the whole. Hey, this guy outdid this guy. And I really don't go for that. You know, it's. I can never say it's a collaborative effort. You guys were all there, and you know, this is a process to it. Um, but definitely, I know what you're talking about. Currency. I'm not a big fan of currency. Um, he does have a, a cult following, uh, but I know exactly what you mean. It just it doesn't fit into things on that song. I, Those I, bars I, were not turbocharged. No, no, <laughs> no, no, they were not. Um, and it might have been. I mean, I don't know what it was. Um, like I said, some people do really appreciate Currency's rhymes. Um, Shouts to you, currency. Uh, <laughs> you do you. Everyone listens to you. Mad props. You know we but, got uh, different taste buds. Yeah, but that that wasn't that wasn't it for me on that song. But uh, yeah, definitely. So that was gonna be my choice. Okay. And then I took a listen to the album further, and just the opening song, Human Mike, right right after the intro. Yes. You know, Mike. I, that's like a great way to open. Yeah. Like yeah. I love songs that have like that. Like a kind of little uh, fade in, not a fade in, but like the mix. Like yes. you start one song and at the end of that song, it kind of leads you, into. Yes, it's fluid. So it really There's feels no like I shouldn't say it's just human mic. It's just the intro plus human mic. That mic. whole collective Correct. first two tracks as a song together. Bam, it was beautiful. Yes. I loved it. And uh, a side note um, for those for those of you who are not familiar with Human Mike, um, Human Mike the, between the intro and the song that uh, that was inspired by the. Uh, the Occupy Wall Street movement that mm-hmm. happened years ago. Um, actually, wow. that that uh, that intro was taken from when Kwali went out. You know, Kwali's big activist guy gets involved with a lot of the stuff that goes on socially, uh, politically, and um, he uh, he recorded. He approached a group of people. They asked him to say a couple things, and what they would do since they they um, the city of New York wouldn't allow them to have uh, they didn't have permits for speakers uh, anything where they could speak out to a crowd of people um, beyond, I think, a megaphone. Not even a megaphone. I'm sure they, if they wanted to, they could get on, get on them about that. But yeah. So what they decided to do was one person would speak, and then everybody close in proximity to them would repeat the words, and then the words would make their way out along the crowd, so you'd be, it would become a human mic. So that's where they got, that's where that came from. Um, that was around that time. That was, yes. Yeah. That All that stuff happened late 2011 to beginning 2013, I think. That yeah, that sounds yeah. I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna say that's the time frame of Occupy. Eleven between eleven and twelve, right around there. Yeah, definitely. I'll get my uh, research, uh, my fact check, and my research development on it right away. They'll probably get back to me in a couple of days uh, <laughs> with that fact or any other fact that we might be, you know, uh, sh- share, uh, sharing here. You know. Yeah. So um, that was a heavy one for me. Then mm-hmm. Gravitas is next. 
and uh, new leaders. Okay. Featuring the underachievers. First time I heard of the underachievers. Yeah, that was first for me. Ah, I was loving that. Yes, definitely a strong song too. And, um, and that kind of like started my thought process of like kind of not following along with like I knew I kind of didn't already because I wasn't like hip to what the main trends were I wasn't okay. listening to what everyone else was listening to so right. it was kind of like one of those songs that's kind of like yeah this solidifies it it's kind of stored in that similar vein mm-hmm. but it's like the slightly different path and I'm like this is kind of more of what my style is what my speed is yeah yeah and then it keeps your eye o- eyes open for, for more uh for more songs that have that sh- share those qualities mm-hmm. no pun intended quality uh, yeah um, <laughs> cool. So you have a song that you want me to listen to. Yes, I do. So it, let's get into that one real quick, and then we'll hop back in and we'll discuss that one. All right. Boom. We're not playing out here. It's for real. We living out here for life. We trying to get it. Ain't nobody finna take our life. I keep my young homies out here with these things. My big homies keep handling them to me. We gonna keep it cracking. My other name should have been Jesse James, but I stay with my cannon. I didn't have no choice. I was raised right around the corner from where we stand. Hollow points ended and all of that. I'm ready. We gang bangers. My cousin was a killer. He done put a lot of triggers. He done made a lot of mama's clock. If you ask him why he do it, he would say I'm young and foolish. Bang on you right before he let the bush fly. Since the dignity his daddy was a mystery You'd probably end up dead or sitting in a penitentiary And tell the judge he can go to hell for the sentence And it probably make no sense to you But listen to the history The new Jim Crow or the old one People out here fighting for equality And honestly I think they owe some Back and forth some Cleaver got a message for the people Bunch you with them and they trying to stop the evil And they clicked up with they fist up The whole neighborhood feeling like they meant some. Then it was a mix up Feds got them fixed up End of the movement Back to the bricks bruh And Raymond Washington about to start the crips up They getting bigger every day and trying to fix stuff They start Geronimo Pratt dodging bullets from attacks. Guess they figure we don't really want it this much. We don't really want it this much. We don't really want it this much. You know, originally the gangs were created to protect everybody in the community. There was lynching and bombing going on, and the gangs were there to protect. What people don't understand is a lot of the leaders died. Medgar Evans has been shot. Bunchy Carter has been shot. Fred Hampton has been shot. MLK has been shot in Memphis, Tennessee. These youngsters didn't have any direction, no leaders to look up to, so they can They say Crip stands for community, revolutionary in a party service. Uh, way before the genocide and the murders. A little after integration was the verdict. When bombs might go off at the Sunday service, wow. They protecting their community, then they turned into diplomatic community. Then the fight against oppression was depressing. Now they keep on losing battles and they started losing unity. Now they beat each other through black, force their self hate to the tooth crack. Got their own folks hiding on the rooftops. They ain't finna take no more, they finna shoot back. Bow. Now they bind like a family, they all blood. From the concrete jungle to the small hoods. Throwing signs up, now the crime's up. We was meant to kill oppression, now we load knives up, but never mind this crime. Factory to close, now a lot of people job us. Now they got the drugs coming in from Nicaragua. Government to turn a blind eye, or they got it. It was a perfect storm. I mean, we're talking post-segregation, and what are you gonna do? The factories have closed, and no one's hiring anybody from the urban community because of what you look like. And now there's a war going on in Nicaragua, and drugs are being imported into your community. Are you gonna sell drugs, or are you gonna be homeless? Because the government's not paying attention. Huh, man, you tell me. What's a reasonable man to say? There's a high school in Alabama named after Robert E. Lee, and it's 89% black. You don't see the irony? What it do to a psyche? It's simple, you don't like me. 
what I'm supposed to do now. Delusional calling that system criminal justice, where the rich and the guilty are safer than the poor and the innocent. Why would we listen when American churches scuff their toms on our brothers' dead bodies as they march to stop gay marriage? Yo, we had issues with Planned Parenthood too. We just cared about black lives outside the wombs just as much as in. A young man gon' find purpose somehow. And the nation was at least around And when them vice lords told him he was of royal descent And that war on drugs felt much more like war on the poor He figured, forget it, won't you come stay a while Tell us how the son of man walked on Egyptian and Eastern soil And wasn't just a Western construct What master used to control us But what the master used to free us And it was a crooked system just like this That left the king of kings bloodless Yeah we are truly a descendant of a king, only his reign is infinite. And being right is a distant second to the joy of compassion. Won't you come stay a while? Back, back at it. Uh, that was um, Lecrae with Gangland uh, off of the uh, Church Clothes 3 album. Uh, first time I heard it, um, I like it. I've heard of Lecrae before, uh, a couple years back. Um, came across, I forgot how I came across him. Someone might have put me onto him. Um, pretty dope, pretty dope. Uh, I like what he, I like what he does. This Gangland one is tight. It's a lot of stuff that I've come to learn throughout the years, as far as how um, how uh, these groups, which are now considered gangs. Um, how they came to be, some of their history I've heard on and off through various podcasts, just through time, people's stories telling, even some movies that tell you about how um, some of these gangs were originally started, the original purpose of them. Um, this is a pretty good, this is a pretty good, uh, I'd say, uh, Cliff Notes version. He kind of touches on a little bit of everything, um, so I'm digging it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, how did you come across uh, Lecrae? Funny enough, also through a recommendation, I remember this was senior year of high school. I was doing the college academy at Barrow College. I was okay. getting a ride with my friend, uh, we call Yoder. We were going to get some Chick-fil-A, nothing special. Okay. And uh, he was like, yo, you got to listen to this guy. And he puts on, not that song, but a different song that I was originally thinking of, uh, Cruisin'. Okay. Like off the same album. And I was like, oh man, this is actually pretty nice, whatever. And I didn't actually take to listening to the album. And this is a habit of mine just in general. Uh-huh. Every time someone puts me onto a new artist or a new song, I'll listen to that one song. And it's like, with one tap, especially now with Spotify Premium, with one tap of the button, I can save the whole album and then listen to it all the way through. It'll take me about another month or two before I'm like, okay, let me actually save a full album. And then another month will be like, okay, let me actually sit down and listen to the whole album. I'm really slow when it comes to listening to new music. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Uh, you you yeah you, you consider it slow, but it's funny because um, it's, it's I think Nas has a line on one of his songs on I'm trying to think of the album one of the later albums I don't know if it was the Life Is Good album or the one right before that, but he has a song he has a line where he says uh, never on schedule but always on time, so you're you're thinking of it like. Yeah, I heard it, downloaded it, it sat there for a while, finally got around. It, you'll be, it's pretty interesting how we come across things when we're supposed to come across them. Mm-hmm. So although you have something in the stash that you know it's there or you just haven't you know, quite gotten the, the chance to get around to it, 
life has a funny way of bringing it up to the forefront when it's when it's supposed to be or when it's meant to be. So, but yeah, man, that's uh, so that was Yoder that put you on. Yeah, shout out to Yoder for putting me yeah. on to that. Shouts to you, Yoder. Uh, <laughs> I want to say and again. <laughs> Uh, you know, nobody's going to fact check me, but, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's hell not. my, 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 uh, research and, uh, my research and development de- uh, departments, uh, took a day off today. So, um, uh, but I, I want to say that it was, um, it was Bill. It was my, my homeboy, Bill, uh, Will Cruz shouts to you that put me on to Lecrae. Um, he also had put me on to Bizzle back then, right around that same time. Bizzle, another, um, I, I don't know. They call him Christian rap. It's, I, I. I don't I like to put that title on them because I rather call it spiritual rap because there's a lot that falls into that category. If we're going to put categories on things, it's definitely a spiritual rap. And I think most good rap is spiritual in a sense. You do feel it in your spirit. Bars you, you know. for Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, Jesus Christ and the club on a Tuesday. <laughs> There you go. Sign them. Sign them now. Sign them. Get them all. Yeah, we're going to open up a SoundCloud account next. Now, I know nothing about the Bible, so you have to give me one of those things, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, take time. It takes time. But uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked the Lecrae. Um, I definitely got to get on to um, more Lecrae stuff. Um, uh, In the same vein, I like... uh, uh, Who's it? The other guy? Uh, Oh, uh, No Malice. It used to be Malice, part of the clips. Now it's No Malice. He's got some, some good stuff. That's in that same that same uh, vein of music, same uh, I don't know, same vibe I'd say. Um, but yeah, definitely dope song. I appreciate the share. Uh, like I said again, shouts to Yoder, shouts to Bill, shouts uh, to Lecrae for making okay. the song. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> He's a very important person in this process. For sure, yeah. <laughs> I would say, how's it go? Uh, we'd be um, we'd be remiss not to mention the person who uh, actually came up with the song. Yeah, you know. Cool, cool. So, uh, so we've covered um, covered favorite album. We've discussed a lot about um, favorite songs off of certain albums. Uh, we blessed each other with the uh, with the s- snippets or songs from the past, something new. Um, any closing arguments? Oh, oh, we oh we introduced for the very first time. We introduced people to the dope. Dopeness and value meter. Dopeness and value. I, I think yes. that's gonna go a long way. That's that's pretty interesting. I like that. I like that concept. Uh, I really appreciate that that uh, way of viewing things. That's pretty dope. It is a very uh, utilitarian and uh, type of meter, whereas uh, it's very it's kind of person to person. Yes. Because what I view as I view as valuable is gonna different for someone else. Correct. But as long as you find whatever your balance is, that's the best way to use it. There's no universal. This is how it goes. The only thing universal about it is just the two terms. That's it. That's it. What you view as those two terms, that's completely up to you and no one tell you otherwise. Yeah, it's subjective, it's relative, and all that good stuff. Hey, you know what comes up next, though? Oh, what comes up next? You know what comes after the beats section? What comes and after the beats? And beats and eats? Oh my god, brews, beats, and eats! It's time for food! Let's do this! Yeah, eating good food. So what you eating on? Catfish. I had that. Brisket. Love that. Yes, sir. All right, we've arrived to the uh, the eats portion of the Bruise Beats and Eats podcast. Once again, we're here. We're joined by X, 
the apotheosized one. Thank you. Oh, appreciate it. Uh, appreciate it. Hello, Mr. Venora Kai himself. Um, yeah, yeah. Catch him. You can catch him streaming on uh. Give give us the, the, the streaming sites. on Twitch at Venora underscore K Y E V A N O R A underscore. Very important. K Y E. Uh, I stream a variety of games. I don't have a set schedule, but always be posting on Instagram and Twitter whenever I go live. That's Instagram and Twitter at apotheosized underscore X. Let's go through this one. A-P-O-T-H-E-O-S-I-Z-E-D underscores again. Very important. And then you add the X at the end. You got, did y'all get all that? <laughs> You'd swear that he was a uh, the spelling bee champ in one of his schools. Actually, in fourth grade, I did part of the spelling bee. Yes. That, okay, so with no... I didn't sign up for no spelling bee in the fourth grade. All right. I know this is not food related. Trust me. Actually, no. Bees. Honey. Food. Done. <laughs> Full circle. So... I don't know, maybe just, I was a good student in fourth grade. I got straight A's, not to brag, I never got straight A's again after that. But I got straight A's in fourth grade and they're like, hey, you're a smart kid, you obviously know how to spell weird words. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm sorry, what do you mean? Because I'm younger. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're gonna be in the spelling bee. And so I was with my good friend at the time. Okay. And we're both sitting there, middle of the row, in the cafeteria one day. We didn't even expect this to happen. We're like, oh yeah, you're doing this today. It's like, wait, hold on. I had to, when do I prepare for these things? We'll spring a dictionary, am I supposed to study? All right, cool. So okay. we're there sitting. One by one, people go up. First round, some people get knocked down. We do our little handshake. I go up, spell the word. I don't even remember what the word was. I spelled it correctly. I'm like, all right, first round done. Come through. That's all that matters. All that happens. Second round, I misspelled that one. So I'm like, man, I really, I'm really a fake, aren't I? I'm not as smart as all these other kids. Whatever. I still get you know the polite applause. Go down, high five some friends afterwards, and. That wait, wait, is... so you misspelled the second word. I misspelled whatever you the second word I don't remember what that one was either. I don't remember that but one. But you definitely remember it was misspelled. I definitely remember it was okay. misspelled because I, did, okay. I didn't sit up there that much longer after <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> okay. So that was, in fourth grade year was a really, really weird year because I did that and I also got handpicked for a chess tournament despite <laughs> not showing any knowledge on how to play chess other than, hey, he has straight A's. Man, that social study grade, I bet he's good at chess. Yeah, definitely. So I lost my first game. Actually, I lost the first two games, and I got a stalemate on the third one. I don't know how just, my fourth grade self got a stalemate, they, but I did. Somebody obviously insisted on you playing chess, because <laughs> if, you, if you play two games, I mean, was there a best out of, I imagine it was best out of three, and then, I, I can only imagine, I wasn't there. It, I think it was more of like a, a series, like you played a, you played people in your group, okay. and you're set, and then if you got like enough points, or if you won enough, then it's like, alright, you move on to the next round. Okay. I didn't okay. make it to the next round, kind of glad, I kind of wanted to go back to the room, you know, finish whatever I was doing. Okay. But that was, I don't know, that was a weird year. <laughs> was, yeah, a couple of different experiences that you were, that were forced upon you, I guess. Uh, sure, we'll go with that. You were involuntold <laughs> instead of you volunteered. Suffering, like DJ Khaled said, I'm suffering from success. That, uh, see, see what happens? See what happens? People uh, automatically <laughs> assume that because you know some things, you know everything. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. And would you look at me now? No look, straight A sense. Look at me now. Now he could properly discuss food. <laughs> he, that's See, I think he's a smart guy, so I invited him on, and now we're talking about bruised beets and eats. So uh, let's get so brings us back to the eats portion. Um, <laughs> we uh, <clears throat> this this is the part where we kind of discuss uh, favorite foods, most recent experiences, um, go-to meals. 
uh, go-to snacks, whatever have you. Um, we're going to start off with most recently, as of maybe about two and a half hours ago, we enjoyed a uh, Philly cheesesteak mm, um, from a spot in uh, Deerfield called Direct from Philly. Um, don't go looking for a nice big sign on the outside of a building and a fancy plaza, you know, with a big old window that looks into the place because this place is inside a Chevron gas station. I would say, like, if you find yourself in a gas station, you're like, oh, hey, there's cheesesteaks here. Not your first thought is not, ooh, this has good cheesesteaks. Your first thought is, this shit is like three weeks old. I don't want any of this. <laughs> that was my first opinion. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going to this cheesesteak. By the way, to the gas station, like, what are you trying to do with me? <laughs> yeah, like, how much of this is cheese and how much of this is steak? <laughs> and how much of this is just leftover gasoline? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But nonetheless, Oh, uh, uh, I want to say shout to to Big Trez. Uh, he was the one that put me on to this location. Big Trez. Yes, sir. That. Yes, sir. And um, so, of course, uh, the moment, the first opportunity I got to go, I said, you know what? We got to try these cheesesteaks. And uh, so we took a trip out there. We tried it out. Um, or, convenience of order. It wasn't like it wasn't a, too difficult of an ordeal. Um, <clears throat> two guys busy cooking in the back there. One comes up, takes the order. We uh we both got their their nine inch cheese steaks. Mm-hmm. Um, you get your options of cheese. You got your Whiz, your Provolone, American, probably some other one. Uh, and then the other big uh, the other big call you get to make is uh, whether you want onions or you don't want onions. With or without. With or without. And uh, and then you go from there. Um, I myself had a uh, a Provolone cheese steak with the onions. And I had a Provolone cheese steak without the onions. And then before uh, we wrapped up our order, um, something caught my eye. I was going to order some fries. It's been a while. So uh, there happened to be what they called the bomb fries. Oh, that's what they were called? They were called the bomb fries. Oh, they, yeah, they were the bomb, all right. <laughs> okay. So the branding is true. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and these fries are hand-cut fries, uh, fresh made, and then they have... Um, uh, bacon, top them with bacon. Oh, the Wiz. Oh, the the Wiz, Wiz is the cheese which most people usually go with when they think authentic Philly. Um, I could do without the Wiz, but on the cheese, I mean on the fries, it worked out great. Yeah, um, I realize if you go with like uh, those fried foods or mostly artificial foods, you might as well go with the rather artificial cheese. Yes. Because that's just what it's made for. Exactly. It's a it's a perfect perfect accompaniment, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> in our esteemed. <laughs> Yes. Two cent opinion. <laughs> yes, which is world renowned, my opinion. I've been told. But uh, but uh, yeah, so they had the the, the cheese whiz or the yeah, the cheese whiz on top of the fries. They had some bacon on there, and then they put a drizzle of uh, of ranch, uh, mostly. I mean, it's a good combination. Uh, I I just like the visual presentation of it. It adds a different color to the layer. Um, and we we got we got into that. We shared one of those. Um, you said you weren't. Usually a big fan of ranch. No, I was. You, at least you don't have ranch. I remember when I was younger, I liked to have ranch on my carrots and stuff. And after a while, I kind of just like grew out of it. And, okay. I don't know, just eat straight carrots. But then I didn't really have ranch of anything. But then I saw the ranch on there. I remember having a little like a little buffalo ranch uh, with my like, one of my subs at one point. I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. Excuse me. You don't really taste the ranch too much. But to that one, obviously, there was no way of hiding it. But I actually thought it was a good compliment to the cheese and the bacon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The the, the bacon was a crunchier. It was a little more cooked. It was chopped um, diced. Ch- chopped diced. It was the right amount of crisp um, to the fries and the cheese. I, I, I really enjoyed that as well. But what about the Philly cheesesteak in your opinion? Philly cheesesteak. So I've actually, I don't know about you, but I've actually been to Pennsylvania. All right? And I had a proper Philly cheesesteak. Two of them actually. The legendary rivalry between Pat's and Gino's. Now, okay. I can't 
tell you which one is which because that was what three years ago now <laughs> i just know one of them uses cheese whiz and one of them doesn't i remember ordering one and i you know the place was legit because i remember when you go to philly they tell you right there it's like listen when you come here you better know what your order is you say this you say what cheese you want, with or without. And when I saw that at the gas station, when I was like, just say the cheese, with or without. I'm like, hold up, they know what this is. Legit yeah. Philly style cheesecake. This isn't Correct. just some random yeah. place. Yeah, if, there, if there's rules and they expect you to come prepared before you place your order, then you know they're about their business. They're about their business. So I remember, I think last time I just asked whatever regular one was and that came with cheese was, I think. This time I went to provolone because that's what I usually get for my sandwich. Provolone's a nice sandwich cheese. Melts melts pretty good too, I melts, think. Yeah, yeah got melts good like coverage. the best out of all the other ones. I'm definitely not taking American with that though. That's uh... Listen, uh, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Let me finish even this. Though, even though Philly is in America, it's, we're it's, just going to skip the American. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get around to that later. Yeah, yeah right So, now. I remember I, I had it and I'm like, I was thinking like this was like really good cheesesteak. And I actually thought it was better than either Pat's and Orgino's. But then again, shortly after we had Pat's and Orgino's, I remember we went to the airport to go back home. That's and right. at, there, at the airport, there was a cheesesteak place. And I like that cheesesteak better than yeah. Pat's and Gino's. Yeah. Moral of the story, Pat's and Gino's, legendary rivalry. Both of them overrated. Bam. See? That's, that's my hot take. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And that's how we do. We let just we just let the hot take simmer. We'll, we'll just leave it right there. And uh, No cold takes. <laughs> no, no. Nah. Fresh off the grill. As far as right now. And we know about grills in this place. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little inside humor, but, uh, Perfect. but great. So, uh, all right, so we, we've discussed uh, cheesesteaks. Uh, your favorite food? My favorite food. For a while, it, it kind of bounces around because it's hard to have a favorite food. Because First of all, there's so many kinds. Mm-hmm. So I, sometimes I'll be like, favorite kind of food, favorite meal at a certain time. Okay. But in general, nothing. nothing's better than a good old diner breakfast. Okay. I am a classic diner. Eggs, pancakes slide of bacon and like some hot chocolate that's my go-to meal scrambled eggs pancakes french toast typically not waffles i'm not a big fan of waffles uh then we go bacon. he doesn't like to compartmentalize nah it's and the, the whole flaw with waffles is that they have the little holes to hold the syrup the compartments the compartments yes <laughs> thank you I, you know i had to i had to dumb it down a little bit for myself mostly <laughs> I don't know what big words compartment. That's probably the one I misspelled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like you kind of have to hold it in there, but like when you hold it in there, it just gets super soggy. And like that, I don't want soggy yeah. waffles. Okay. Who wants super soggy no, waffles? No. You don't want soggy waffles. It's the true. point of the waffle is supposed to be crispy and soft yeah. at the same time. And if you get rid of the crisp, you might as well give me a pancake, which is just better already. Yeah, see? That's my whole thing. Cut out the middleman there. That's what you're saying. And then guess what? Pancake. Case waffles, the ultimate rivalry. People forget about French toast, which is the superior to both of those. See, see, talk about hot takes, and we're still on the I'm grill. I'm passionate about this, man. I love <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> so my favorite thing, I'll like. And the funny thing is, as much of a breakfast person as I am, I don't have breakfast at the appropriate breakfast time. Okay. I don't, I don't wake up or get out of bed till 1 p.m. on a good day. Right. So most of my breakfast time is maybe 2 a.m. And I'm calling my friends like, hey, let's go to Denny's. And so we go to Denny's 2, 2.30 a.m. No one's there. So we always get the best meal. And every yeah. once in a while you get to see some people left over from the clubbing and watch them fumble over at the diner, uh, at the bar area, which is pretty nice. So it's technically 
could be considered a breakfast and a show. Breakfast and a show. Breakfast and a show. Yeah, you don't have to go to a big Broadway theater or no. uh, have a nice fancy dinner. It's not too crowded. It doesn't cost too much. Okay. Like Ten bucks a plate with your drink. Listen. There you okay. go. Do the uh, does Denny's? It's been a while since I've been to Denny's. Does Denny's still do the uh, five ninety nine out of out of your mind uh, thing? That was a, a catchphrase back in the day. <laughs> but so far back in the day, I don't even remember that as a child. Yeah, no, just <laughs> this is uh, your time. <clears throat> no, this is uh, you know Grand Slam everything. Grand Slam sandwich. Grand okay. Slam meals. Build your own Grand Slam. They have the two, four, six, eight. Meals. Okay. Okay. The right. I remember that portion of the menu. That that's a yep. thing. They still have like burgers and all that stuff, which I'm, I'm I'm not going to a breakfast diner to have burgers. That doesn't just make that doesn't make sense. IHOP had their little IHOP thing. The moment, yeah, <clears throat> that lasted a month, and uh, yeah, that came and went without me even trying a burger over there. From there, and I think we're better off for not trying there a burger over there. See, it's the little things that make <laughs> us uh, better. Yeah, but that's <clears throat> again, that's like breakfast food stuff. When it comes to like regular lunch and dinners. I have three things. I always tell like every time I'm asked where do you want to go to eat, I always have three answers: Italian sushi or burgers. Those are my three go-to's. I okay. can always have some pasta. I can always have sushi and a good burger. That's a hit spot for agreed. me. Agreed. Yes, definitely. I think I think a lot of people also agree with the fact that uh, the breakfast could be had at any had at any time. Um, there's probably a, a nation of people that are on the same page with you when it comes to. When you're supposed to have because uh, when you breakfast. think about it, most places that serve breakfast, <clears throat> or a lot of places that are like you know specialized breakfast, serve it all day. Yeah. What do they have? A time limit lunch menu. You can't have lunch okay. after a certain See? time. And See? hold up, dinner doesn't start till a certain time. Breakfast is universal. Lunch and dinner, it's it's restricted in these time zones. Breakfast is the constant. That's what you're saying. It's breakfast just... is the constant and it should be respected as such. Alpha and so omega. Don't judge me when I go to a place. In my pajamas at 4 p.m. asking for an omelet, okay? Dress for the occasion. Dress for the occasion. Bre- breakfast is universal. The morning is universal. All right, let me throw one at you here. Uh, Hit me with since it. Since we're heavy on the breakfast topic <laughs> here. Uh, so what is your opinion on uh, brunch? All right. And the funny thing is my mom was hyping up uh, brunch at one point. Okay. And I'm sitting here thinking, <clears throat> what what is brunch? Brunch is basically an excuse to get drunk at noon with your breakfast meal. You're sitting there, it's like, oh hey, look at us. We have waff- we have chicken and waffles, which is already a regular breakfast thing, not a brunch special. Sorry. And guess what? We're gonna give you orange juice, but we're also just gonna pour some champagne in. Bam! Let's call it brunch. <laughs> like I don't see. Again, I'm only 20. I don't see the appeal. Okay. But even then. If I'm getting breakfast, if I'm having breakfast steamed food, I might as well go to get an actual breakfast at a small chill diner instead okay. of people trying to start fighting each other at 12:30 at before any sports games come on except for bowling. Sports, yes. Bowling is yes. <laughs> yeah. Rhino Page. Shout out to Rhino Page. Yeah. Okay, quick. Okay, quick. A little side for that bring one. It, bring um, it back. There was a. I got. We were, we went to a brunch one time. It was during one of my summer breaks, and uh, we went to this place called. It was a. Uh, was that? Was that the it was actually no. It was the Brass Tap. The Brass Tap. Yeah, I met up met up a couple of uh, people we know out there, a couple friends. My first official brunch, and I'm sitting here, and I when I'm told, I'm never really told exactly how these things go. So at first I'm thinking, oh, this place also serves breakfast, meaning how naive I was realizing the place was called Brass Tap. It was not an actual breakfast. It was these hybrid meals. So I'm like, all right, I'm a little disappointed, but we'll go with it. And that and while we were there, I actually got. I don't, what did I get? Did I get breakfast burger? 
Probably. Probably. That sounds like, sounds like my go-to. Because I don't think uh, the uh, I'm, the avocado toast doesn't seem like it would have called your attention. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, they had chicken. Well, there was chicken strips with the waffles. You're not a big waffle fan, so no, that yeah, eliminates so, that. So yeah, I probably have whatever. Probably be could. safe to say it was the brunch burger or something along the lines of that, or breakfast burger. Yeah. So while we were there, I'm just looking at the TV. It's like, man, what's on at noon on a Sunday that everyone wants to come to a bar? And, it wasn't you know, even the football season. Wasn't even football. Se- it was. It was during the summer. I think it was. Yeah. Yes, correct. So, it was. And I think basketball was over too. Yeah. So it was in that sports it was in that slow sports season. Yes. And I say a slow sports season, but realistically soccer is always ongoing and baseball's going who watches baseball? Come on, let's be real here. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> baseball's called the national pastime, not the you know, everyone's favorite sport. Yeah. You go to a baseball game, you don't actually watch the baseball game. You just go there to hang out and something just happens in the background, alright? But <laughs> what is a sport that is going on during that time is bowling. So I'm just sitting there like you know, whatever. I'll watch bowling. And one of the first names that pops up is Rhino Page. I'm like, hold up. This man is bowling, but he has a nickname, Rhino. Rhino. He's, he's going to do some damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. I, um, I, was, I didn't know that team bowling was a thing until that moment um i always thought bowling was you know one guy facing off against another guy no then again they do have leagues but i've never okay so maybe i didn't know team bowling was a thing i, like, I knew team bowling was a thing between like certain neighborhoods yeah i didn't think it was an yeah, yeah. i thought it was like ah uh, well jeffrey over there he you know him and his bowling squad are getting together saturday you want to join in yeah i didn't think there was actual money on the line in those games yeah, no and these guys are serious they were all decked out in their uh, team shirts team shirts. um and yeah, Rhino Page was one of the names that Rhino jumped out Page. at us. It was one of the first ones. Like, this man's called Rhino in bowling. That means he's serious in some form or fashion. Yeah, and I believe his name was actually Ryan. But, uh, I, I mean, who who walks up to, an, uh, to a bowling alley and intimidates somebody by saying, Yeah, my name is Ryan, and I'm going to hit this 7-10 split. Uh, it, it's it's out of here. It makes more sense if it says, Hey, Rhino, watch me knock down these two pins that are the, the most far apart possible on this on this lane listen man you know who elton john is do you think his first name was elton his first name was reginald who's gonna take an artist this true fact who's gonna take this artist seriously a freaking pop icon whatever rock whatever music he did i don't know anything about elton john i just saw this in the trailer in the movie while i was waiting for captain marvel it's the only reason i know this (laughs) (laughs) this man named reginald am i supposed to be like oh reginald's gonna blow my mind yeah okay but that man has some style, some flair. So Ryan, eh, Ryan's not gonna threaten me with a possible turkey, maybe perfect game. But Ryan, though, he's there to knock it all down. See, and that's exactly what happened. He knocked it all down. I don't know if they went on to win, but it definitely was a win. They for didn't. Us. Uh, Rhino Page is actually the one that choked. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's all name. That's that was all name there. It was. It was mostly name. He was doing pretty good. Oh, you know, when push came to shove, Rhino got shoved. Rhino got shoved. So, so just to wrap it up, uh, brunch not so much. Uh, we did walk away from uh, we walk away from it with an interesting uh, uh, bowling. Uh, right, we, we learned a lot about bowling that day. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say appreciation. I still don't watch it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, not like we sit there and look for bowling on ESPN 18. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, but that definitely was a, a morning to be remembered more so because of just the atmosphere than the actual brunch, but boom. ESPN 18, right between 17, which is tennis, and 19, which is cricket. Correct, yes, and cricket, yeah. 
big segments of they play games for days. Oh my god! But uh, but yeah, so uh, so we got we covered the uh, the most recently ate. We covered uh, the favorite food or the go-to meal. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to throw in a dessert just for extra points, bonus? Oh man, uh, dessert. Um, dessert. And it, most things chocolate related. Okay. I'm a very huge fan of chocolate. Almost all my birthdays for quite some time have been some sort of chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, oh, or a chocolate pie that wasn't actually chocolate for my 13th birthday at Markham Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there getting ready. This is the start. 13th birthday, hanging outside, you know, with my friends. You know, we just play some football. You know, my brother was with his people. So they, all my different friend groups are there. We're all hanging out. It's time to cut the cake. So I'm sitting there, like, getting ready to blow out the cake. And I look to the right of me, and I see a pie there. And I'm like, who, who the hell? Who brought the pie? Who made the pie? Whatever's going on. And so I look at my mom and I say, hey, what's the pie here? You can t- I, I mean, I couldn't tell at the time. But now looking back at it, I was like, she froze. Kind of like, uh, uh, what do I say? And I believe it was either, I think it was my brother who was like, oh, that's for people who just might not like cake. Now, that is a very flimsy, without explaining what the actual pie is, this is a very flimsy it's excuse. Like, like, who else's birthday is it <laughs> that there's a pie here? Like, listen, it's my birthday. You're, e- you're either eating my cake or you're not. Like, that's it. That's it. But, of what course, I'm it? just sitting there like, eh, whatever, I just want to eat my cake, damn it. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Singing a happy birthday. No, 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 my brother comes next to me. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm having a great time. Get ready. And make a wish. Blow the candles. I step back a little bit, and all I see, just in slow motion, time stop. I'm like, wait, why is time stop? What is the? Oh my god, whipped cream pie. There's that pie. That pie smacked into my face. Now I don't know what I did to my brother that day or the day before. There was some force behind that. <laughs> that that wasn't just oh, there's pie in your face. This is oh my god. I smell nothing but old whipped cream that's been sitting out for two hours in the sun. Oh my god, it was. <laughs> He's like pie topping has made his way into my brain. <laughs> Literally up my nose. And I'm like, oh my God, it was so disgusting. And to this day, actually, I don't know if we have that jersey anymore. But no. it, was, it was a New York jersey. It was number three. Yeah. yeah. All right. I remember shortly Kids after jersey. Yeah. I was smelling it. And I'm like, oh man, it smells like whipped cream. A month later, I went back to put it on. It still smelled like whipped cream. About a year later, I went like, oh yeah, I forgot I had this. I took a sniff. I still smelled that old whipped cream. And I could could never wear that again. No, No, definitely definitely not. There was always... And And no matter how many times you watched that thing, there was still that smell of whipped cream. cream. Definitely, the memory stayed. The memory lived on. With that, oh. with that jersey, uh, and uh, just a, just a little backstory: uh, the whole idea behind the pie and, and and getting the pie, bringing the pie, and hitting them in the face of the pie, is is in largely in part because of this tradition that the house has. Um, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, fa- I'm not a big fan of the tradition, but uh, that it's you know, a you blow out your candle, some of the cake is gonna end up on your face. Um, after a while, you start to look out for that. You're like, you know, the, the, the last thing you're thinking about is making a wish right before you blow the candle The out. wish you're trying to make is hopefully someone no one gets me with this. Exactly. So you go, all right, well, I don't have time to think of a wish. I'm just going to be concerned as to where this cake is coming from <laughs> after I blow these candles out. So I think they were starting to get a little repetitive as far as the, you know, taking a piece of some of the frosting and dabbing it on their face or spreading it on their face. And uh, and they decided to upgrade it and go with a, a, a 
cream pie or a uh, whipped cream pie in the face. Yeah, that was very memorable. And ever um, since then, we went back to simply just swiping some frosting on someone's yes, face. Yeah, that, that brought new rules into Although it. Although I will say it was for the my 15th or 16th birthday. <laughs> it was at the house. I had a cupcake on my head. Yes, there was a cupcake. It was a cupcake on the head. Uh, yeah, actual cupcake. Definitely. You might be able to find that picture too. Where would they be able to see this picture? This is, uh, actually, you won't be able to because oh, it's, not, okay. it's so on a private not, Facebook page. Oh, so it's not something you plan on posting. No, okay. this is not something. Speak, look what it is! The, the birthday party. Facebook oh. memories four Facebook years memories ago. In the clutch. So here we go. I'm gonna look at this picture right now. Sadly, you won't be able to see it. I'll try to describe it as best as possible. I'm sitting there. We didn't have a cake that we We just had a bunch of cupcakes. I'm sitting there, much skinnier times, <laughs> and I had my my shirt, which was self-promotion. The name's Xavier, so I had Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters. So, of course, that was the only shirt you should be wearing on your birthday if your name's Xavier. Agreed. And then, here we go. The, here's two, three pictures, all right? Three, one, hold on. Describe them to us. One, two, three, four pictures. A, a, pic- a story of four pictures. Here we go. The first one's me kind of jamming out, like, yeah, this is my day. I'm, I'm going with it. The second picture is me. Half, I did one blow, and half the cu- candles went out. There was a lot of candles. It was so, like, one for every cupcake. So it's like, I, I have to take a few breaths. I'm trying to be efficient with the candles. They're very efficient. So the third picture is me after blowing out everything. Yeah, me celebrating. The, excuse me, the fourth picture is just me giving the okay with a cupcake on my head. Now, everything in between, me blowing out the candles and a cupcake on my head is lost to time. Yeah. There is no details on how it happened. All I know is that I'm sitting there with the cupcake hat on to full, the side. On a full head of hair, my I add? Uh, on, my, <laughs> on my sophomore year when I decided to grow up my hair just a little bit. And it's sitting on the side like a fez. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of there. Sticking with the frosting. And I got one person, like one of my friends sitting there admiring the artwork of his job, his job well done. You know, and the other one who could barely contain his laughter in the background. You know, you know what I think we're going to do is somehow we're going we're gonna to get those pictures and I'll probably just put it inside the... Uh, the store, along with the story or the uh, the liner notes on this podcast, we'll, oh yeah, that's... We'll, we'll add them onto there. Maybe I'll put them on the page as well. But uh, yeah, definitely good memories. So to wrap up the eat section, we've got uh, thumbs up on the um, direct from Philly cheesesteaks. We discussed uh, breakfast being breakfast superiority, the pivotal meal of the day. Uh, preferably pancakes, some type of scrambled egg and uh, cider bacon. And uh, the dessert is chocolate, anything chocolate. It's a, a chocolate, but like no nuts or caramel. Okay, so straight up chocolate. Straight up chocolate. We don't chocolate wanna... mousse, devil's food, but like no Snickers, no Twix, nothing don't wanna, like Don't no want to dilute it, dilute the chocolate with any... Uh... Can't do it. Okay. Can't do it. Cool, cool. So good, man. That's great. Thanks for the stories and uh, <laughs> we'll catch you on a minute. <laughs>